Welcome to the HR Chat Show, one of the world's most downloaded and shared podcasts designed for HR pros, talent execs, tech enthusiasts, and business leaders. For hundreds more episodes and what's new in the world of work, subscribe to the show, follow us on social media, and visit hrgazette.com. Welcome to another episode of the HR Chat Show. I'm your host again today, Bill Bannum. And uh, joining me back on the show for the second time is the uh, rather lovely Brian Peckwell, Interim Executive Director over at the McGowan Fund Fellows Programme. And uh, what we're going to be talking about today is we're going to be talking about the uh, upcoming announcement of the third annual Ethical Leader of the Year Award and uh, lots of exciting news around that. Brian, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Bill. It's a pleasure to be back. So for those folks who have not yet listened to our previous conversation, why don't you why don't you tell them about yourself and reintroduce yourself to those that have listened? Absolutely. Uh, I am Brian Peckerl, the Interim Executive Director of the William G. McGowan Charitable Fund. We are a place-based philanthropy focused on addressing poverty through sustainable co- community grant making. We work in across the United States uh, to uplift families and individuals from poverty through grants focused on human services, homelessness, and education. Now, as an homage to our benefactor, we run a fellows program, the McGowan Fellows Program, that aims to imbue ethical leadership in emerging business students. We've been working with MBA programs across the United States for 14 years now. And for the past three years, we've taken a step beyond business programs and have been launched the Ethical Leader of the Year Award. Uh, The EYLA is an initiative that we're taking to honor the best and brightest leaders of today. Uh, These are leaders who are leading large companies who are both benefiting business and society. Uh, Our first year, uh, our award went to the CEO and chairman of Prudential Financial, Charles Lowry, and our second award awarded this June at SHRM 23 in Las Vegas. Uh, We awarded the EYLA to the CEO of Delta Airlines, Ed Bastian. Thanks for tuning in to the HR Chat Podcast. If you're enjoying this episode, We'd really appreciate it if you could subscribe and leave a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice. And now, back to the conversation. Okay, wonderful. And can I just add, listeners, that Brian is a very dedicated leader. Uh, So dedicated, in fact, that I've got a busy week. And uh, I said, Brian, I want to get you back on the show. But uh, the only time that I can do is 7.30 in the morning, your time. And he's like, yep, I can do that. No problem. Oh, and did I mention it's a Monday as well as we record this today? So that is true dedication, listeners. Brian, thank you again. Um, Okay, let's talk a bit about the, the success of the award since it was launched last year uh, over at Sherm. Can you reflect on some of the successes that you've seen through the award so far, some of the relationships that have been built, some of the people that have been recognized? What, 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 are, what are some of the commonalities between each year's recipient as well? Absolutely. I would say that uh, a commonality amongst our winners in year one and year two is a true focus on how business impacts affect people in individuals. Uh, you know, we spent a lot of time reviewing um, a variety of candidates 
all of whom are in the Fortune 500 and lead, lead large organizations. And what really uh, separated uh, Ed this year from, from his competition was when facing crises, he thought about how decisions affect people. How can he keep people in jobs? How can he protect his customers? So really that is one of the core elements of this award is how one flexes their values as a leader and impacts society to improve it and, and improve lives in the process. Fidelo Inc. is a consulting firm specializing in improving human performance and we're proud to support the HR Chat Podcast. We help identify strategic competencies and behaviors that drive results. Our team offers an HR web software to manage systems, reports, and data for HR people that need the best insights to make the right decisions and achieve better results. Learn more at Fidelo.com. So, Brian, launching an award is a big undertaking in itself. Launching an award in a manner that means that you're partnering up straight from the get-go with the largest HR association in the world is is a whole new level, of course. Um, and regular listeners of this show will know that I frequently feature folks from Sherm or folks who are speaking at different Sherm events. I am a big fan. Uh, how important do you believe it was the, that you guys teamed up with Sherm to co-host the accolade? And uh, also some big news that you might want to share uh, around a certain Sherm uh, figure who will be serving as co-host on the go forward. Absolutely. Uh, I am also a big fan of Sherm. It's a phenomenal organization, over 310,000 strong. Uh, Sherm is the ideal partner for this organization. Uh, their organ Today, over half of Americans are in the workforce. Uh, it's impossible to imagine uh, an, an America or a world without thinking about work. There's all this, uh, you know, work-life balance. We spend so much time working that we need leaders who consider how to improve our lives through work. And as a result, Sherm is just the, the, the ideal partner to launch this award. I'm really excited to announce that uh, the, the CEO and president of Sherm, Johnny C. Taylor Jr., will be joining me as the co-chair of the selection committee of this year's Ethical Leader of the Year Award. Johnny is the ideal partner to be partnering on this award. Uh, he is an important voice uh, within workforce, not just in the private sector, but the public and not-for-profit sector. And having his involvement, I know that we can really reach all leaders across society is and get credibility uh, when we announce the, the 2024 Ethical Leader of the Year Award. Uh, I'm just elated that he uh, he is taking the time to put this front and center. And it's just a testament to how important both Sherm and uh, John E.C. Taylor Jr. think ethical leadership is in business. Somewhere in the social media ether, Brian, uh, I've got a lovely photo of me hanging out with uh, Johnny C. Taylor on the floor of Sherm. Um, okay, so you're a relatively new award, you know, two years in. Uh, we're, we're talking about the third annual in this episode, of course. Um, so you're, one would think you're pretty current. You've got your finger on the pulse, so to speak. Uh, you are standing up for some very important uh, ideas. Uh, how, how do the principles 
or ethical leadership championed by the William McGowan? How, how do they apply to the 2023 and 2024 era of work? Absolutely, Bill. To provide some context, when we launched the McGowan Fellows Program some years ago, we wanted to provide our fellows a true North Star to lead from. Uh, after much research, we came up with a values-based framework in which to provide our fellows leadership. Uh, we take six values that we believe is core to leadership. They are character and integrity, resilience, self-awareness, accountability, empathy, and courage. And we design our curriculum around imbuing these values in our leaders. Now, taking this to the Ethical Leader of the Year Award, this becomes the framework in which we evaluate our candidates. We take these six, these same six values and look at how our candidates affect people, establish processes, and benefit society through uh, pro uh, products and services as the means of determining our winner. At the end of the day, Values are how individuals show up in the world, and it's their accountability to the organizations that they lead. So we believe that this is the cornerstone to not just this award, but good and effective business. Once in a while an event series is born that shakes things up, it makes you think differently, and it leaves you inspired. That event is Disrupt HR. The format is 14 speakers, 5 minutes each, and slides rotate every 15 seconds. If you're an HR professional, a CEO, a technologist, or a community leader and you've got something to say about talent, culture, or technology, Disrupt is the place. It's coming soon to a city near you. Learn more at disrupthr.co. Okay, okay, thank you. Can we talk a little bit about experimental education now, Brian, and how that pragmatic distinction has evolved at the funds. Tell us more about that. Absolutely. Uh, the MBA is the tried and true uh, gold star in, in, business in the business world. Businesses are always looking for individuals with MBAs to manage their processes and eventually become their leaders. Uh, and the MBA is, is really effective in preparing individuals for business processes. However, when it comes to leadership, individuals need skills that help them navigate nuanced and complex situations. The MBA is classroom-based, and it relies on case studies of, in, of cases that have happened in the past. So the truth is, is that when it comes to leadership, this model doesn't adequately prepare individuals for complex, novel situations that haven't happened before. Experiential learning is a method of taking individuals outside the classroom, putting them in the real world, and providing them complicated and challenging situations to navigate, all the while experiencing it on their own. This method ensures that learning isn't just academic, but it's personal and emotional. Individuals take the lessons that they learn and they integrate it into their very being. So when these individuals step into the business world and they're facing challenging experiences, they, they have uh, these experiences to rely on and they're not just academic, they're, they're part of their being and they've affected the values that they take to, 
to lead. So we really believe that when putting together leadership programming, it can't just be academic. It really has to be experiential in nature. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the HR Chat Show. IEA training provides professional development to a changing workforce with changing needs. And we're proud to support this episode of the HR Chat Podcast. IEA offers lots of courses, webinars, and on-demand training to meet our students where they are and help them reach their goals. We're proud of our contribution to better risk analysis and high operating standards in the industry. Learn more at ieatraining.org. And now, back to the conversation. Okay, okay. Thank you very much. Uh, I'd like to talk to you a little bit now about the annual symposium that you guys put on uh, the annual McGowan Symposium on Business Leadership and Ethics. Uh, you guys describe it as the springboard to McGowan's year-long fellows program. And at the symposium, the McGowan community welcomes your new fellows as they delve into meaningful conversations with peers, alumni, and recognize the leaders in business, government, and academia. Sounds like the place to be. Uh, what's the run of the show, so to speak, and, and some of the goals of the event? Absolutely. We're so excited about our upcoming symposium. It is scheduled for uh, this year. We're holding it in partnership with Northwestern University Kellogg School of Management uh, in early November. Our theme this year is who comes first when principles and profits compete. Certainly, we've all heard the age old adage that dis decisions must impact both business and the values of the organization. But what, what, when those individuals compete, when those values compete, how do individuals make decisions? So we're gonna explore that at this year's symposium. Uh, the symposium is an opportunity for us to gather our entire community, our newest class of fellows, the alums of our program, our organization and our board, uh, as well as our partner schools, to convene for three days of thought-provoking conversations around business. As I said, this year is at Northwestern University, and this is the core element for us to uh, establish the culture that makes this program possible. We did some research a while back about what is required to establish ethical business leaders and something that are ethics in a business training program. And something that we found core to this is that you have to create a community of learners who are focused on this this area ethical leadership and it has to be a safe space for people to be vulnerable to experience learning themselves and as a result the symposium is the ideal setting for this the symposium allows our our fellows to meet our alums to have these really constructive conversations to see our community and understand the values that it holds and how we foster a safe space so that they can learn. So we're just so excited about this upcoming symposium. And it really is, as you said, the springboard into our fellowship. Okay, thank you. And I'm sure we can include a link in the show notes to the symposium page so you guys can learn more there. Uh, Brian, we're almost out of time for today. Uh, before we do wrap up, though, just a last couple of questions for you. Your uh, you're the interim executive director and you've been in that position since May 2023. So it's still fairly fresh. You know, it's, we're we're a few months in now as, as we record this in September. Um, but I'm sure you've got lots of plans. Uh, where do you see the McGowan Fund and the 2024 Ethical Leader of the Year Award evolving in the next 
well, forget about 2024. In the next few years, Brian, what, ideally, if you can build the team that you need to to carry everything out and continue to, to uh, spread the message that you guys are doing a wonderful job at the moment, uh, what can we look forward to in the next few years? I think we'll continue to review uh, the best candidates available and continue to the award uh, the ethical leader of the year to the top candidates in the private sector. Right now, we're fortunate that going into year three, we have a phenomenal team in place. We have the best partner we could potentially have in Sherm and having John E.C. Taylor Jr. as the co-chairman of the selection committee means that we're just in a positive place to carry this award forward next year and into the future. And uh, as someone who's been in their role now for, for a few months, um, what's the best thing about your job, Brian? Absolutely. Uh, I get the opportunity to positively impact societies and help America uh, problem solve some of the, the most enduring challenges that we have. It's a real pleasure to work with our board on addressing poverty as well as promoting ethical leadership in business. Uh, having the opportunity to go to the office and do this every day is a, a real honor and pleasure. And I have sincerely enjoyed it. Well, I sincerely enjoy chatting with you, Brian, but I'm afraid we are almost at the end. Before we do wrap up, how can our listeners connect with you and learn more about William McGowan? I encourage them to uh, connect with me on LinkedIn as well as visit our website, williamgmcgowanfund.org. Uh, you can learn more about our grant making there as well as the Ethical Leader of the Year Award. Wonderful. Well, this is the second interview you and I have done in 2023 um i hope this is the start of something beautiful where we do it on a very regular basis brian because i enjoy our conversations but for now thank you very much for being my guest absolutely i'm always excited to come back to the hr chat podcast and until next time thank you bill and listeners as always until next time happy working thanks for listening to the hr chat show if you enjoyed this episode why not subscribe and listen to some of the hundreds of episodes published by HR Gazette? And remember, for what's new in the world of work, subscribe to the show, follow us on social media, and visit hrgazette.com.